0: If you don't plan for that, obviously the strategy session is going to go, is not going to go great. So the fact that you are actually visually blocking that time on your calendar to say like, no, I need to prepare for this is like half the reason why calendars are so awesome and why people should be using them to, to show themselves. No, this time is taken. A thousand percent. And I'm going to add to that because one of the
1: other ways that calendars helped me with relieving the stress and the overwhelm of things that are coming up or decisions that need to be made. So if we have a big decision, I'll just go back to like a work example. If Omar and I have a project that's upcoming, if we've got to make a big decision about something before. I actually used my calendar to help me with this. It would just sit in my head. It'd be like, okay, we've got, there's all these mm. tasks that I need to do. I'm concerned about this. I'm stressing about this. So what we started doing was scheduling time. To-
0: hey friends, it's Nicole and Kate, your girls from across the globe, Sydney, Australia and Puerto Rico to be exact. And we're so excited to be sharing this time with you. I'm Kate. And I'm Nicole, and welcome back to another Candid Conversation with Us.
1: Each week, we bring you a new conversation about a topic that we can relate to. We share our own experiences and thoughts in the hopes that you'll realize that one, you're not alone, and two, that open and honest convos can lead to awesome discoveries, shifts in perspectives, and
0: energy to move ahead with confidence because that's what real friends do they provide love support and space for one another to share without judgment speak without hesitation and to learn from each other even when we don't agree and with that let's dive in hi nicole hi kate I just realized that, you know, this is probably obvious to our friends. It's obvious to me for sure. We agree on a lot.
1: (laughs) That's so true.
0: (laughs) That is very true. But what I have found really consistent in our conversations is I feel like we bring up things for each other that the other hadn't considered or hadn't really like thought about. Mm -hmm. And that I find so much power in that in these conversations. Yes. Good point. Good point. Yeah, I think there was only a handful of times
1: where one of us said, mm, I'm going to push back on that. Like, oh, mm,
0: yeah. So how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing? How's your day been? Um, it has been great. Very good day. Uh, you know, this is my favorite time of evening, especially when I get to chat with you. So yeah, good day. Good day. And happy Friday from here. It's already Friday. Already Friday, happy weekend. The weeks are just now that we've been having consistent calls for several re- weeks in a row now after having a big time off. It's so fun that when we get on our combos, both of us are kind of prepping for the weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I have a feeling that we're going to agree on a lot in today's conversation too, because today's t- topic is all about something that I know both of us are very adamant about and pretty passionate about too although it sounds kind of funny to be passionate about (laughs) this (laughs) but anyhow I, I mean actually if you call being passionate about your time silly then it's really not silly at all right good point today's topic is all about keeping a calendar yay we're gonna make this awesome and fun this is gonna be awesome and fun because I know that some of you are probably thinking like wah wah what a boring subject but I couldn't help but put this topic Out to Nicole because I'm always so shocked to hear friends say that they don't keep a calendar. I just can't imagine what I would do without my calendar because I have everything in there and it gives me such huge peace of mind that I'm not forgetting about something, that I'm not dropping the ball on my commitments. I mean, like, this is literally something that I check in with multiple times a day, every single day. It's such a habit for me. I can't, I don't know what I would do otherwise. Me too. I'm with you, girl. Yeah. I'm with you. <laughs> so I'm excited to chat with you about this topic because I feel like we could probably learn a lot from each other in the ways that we keep our calendar. And I'm also curious just to learn like how you started keeping a calendar, when you started keeping a calendar, how you use your calendar. Like, do you use it only for work stuff? Do you use it for personal stuff too? So what do you say we dive in? Yep, yeah, let's do it. Okay, so when did you first start keeping a calendar? Do you remember like your first foray into this? Well, because we were going to talk about this, I went into the deep recesses
1: of my memory to try and recall. I grew up with, I don't know if you had the same experience. um, We always had a wall calendar at home. Hmm. So that was one of the things that my mum made sure we always had a wall calendar. And so I would always remember her writing, you know, events and things on that wall calendar. This is pre digital, of course, 80s and 90s. But I did remember that one of the earliest gifts that I remember receiving, and it was from my mum, was this faux leather, uh, pink uh-huh. planner with a matching pink pen. Oh, that's awesome. But when I think she gave me this gift, I think, honestly, it came out of like a bargain basement, you know, it was it wasn't a time when, you know, my parents had a lot of money. So she, but I thought, and I was, I was young, I was maybe like eight or nine. So there's definitely, you know, no need for me to put into my diary, what I am doing and you know, what many <laughs> appointments that I have, but I just loved that pink planner. And it came to mind when we were preparing for this conversation. Then I thought, oh yeah, all through high school and in my early twenties, I remember always buying like a really cool yearly diary, like a yearly planner. Mm -hmm. And it was just one of those things that I always kept. And I would always put my, I would put things like okay appointments anything that I had, would do with my friends vacations holidays and even like workouts like if I went did a class or I went to the gym I'd write that down yeah. in. So so was always like a record for me
0: yeah kind of you're gonna say like keeping track of your activities kind of yeah so I think pre-digital it was something that I always did what about you mm-hmm Yeah, gosh, I don't remember as far back as like maybe being, you know, eight or nine years old, like you were saying, but but I do distinctly remember even when I was very young, maybe even younger than that, like obviously one of my favorite things to do was play school with my grandma or whoever would play with me. I, my grandma would always humor me. She'd be like, I'll be the student. You can be the teacher. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> And yeah. And I remember, you know, like I always wanted to keep track of like, okay, what do we need to do today? Grandma? Like what's on the agenda? Um, but that was kind of more, I guess in a playful way, it wasn't like me literally recording like what I was doing mm-hmm. per se, but I do remember wall calendars for sure. My family was into that as well. And also with my sister and I both playing sports pretty much year round. And my parents were very involved in that. Like my dad was our softball coach for a really long time growing up. My mom was like the president of the softball club Mm -hmm. or something so like we were kind of all on the same schedule and so that would be like posted on the refrigerator for each week like these are the practices and this is where we need to be for if there's a tournament or something like that and then the the time that I do remember like buying those planners and being so into like every single day looking at it recording things what I had coming up for the week, if I had plans during the weekend, yeah. everything is when I got, when I was in college, oh. because then I felt, okay, this is fully my responsibility to like, be where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. Um, okay. So it sounds like both of us got pretty serious about planners, oh, but Before wait, I have a question for you. Sorry.
1: I'm going to just interrupt in high school though. Did your school not issue you with like a homework diary? which would have the weekly planner. Cause I just remembered that we
0: would get that in school every, every year. No, I don't think so. Oh, it's Unless too- I'm totally like blanking this out of my mind. So for the entire year, you would get a book that was, it was, it was, a diary. It was an empty planner for you to like fill in on your own. Yeah. So it was oh. like a, a
1: yearly hmm. planner and it had usually the school emblem on the cover so I'd cover it with like you know other things, cutouts from magazines cool stickers. and all, <laughs> cool stickers and all and all that. Um, but it was essentially a way to teach and to train kids to make sure that they wrote what their homework was, and you'd have to put it in your homework diary.
0: So you oh wouldn't use goodness. you wouldn't I'm, use it for the weekend stuff. I don't ever remember doing that. But yeah, I'm gonna have to think about this because it does sound vaguely familiar. But I have a really hard time believing that I wouldn't remember something like that. Mm. Huh. Cause
1: it's interesting that your parents were very. They sound very organised, and that you know you had all these activities. Aside from that wall calendar, I don't ever recall my parents. Teaching me to use a diary or a planner. I think that probably came from school or maybe subconsciously came from that first gift that my mum, that little gift that my mum just offhand gave me, that pink little planner. So, yeah. Anyway, all right. Let's, let's keep it moving. <laughs>
0: um, okay. So at some point, mm-hmm. or do you still keep a like physical planner or do you do all digital now? Or do you kind of do a combo? No, now it's all digital. Okay. Definitely all digital.
1: Even though when I go to the stationery stores and you see these really cool, beautiful diaries and planners, I'm like, Oh, that'd be nice. Cause I still keep a, I still do write my to-do list on paper and pen. In a Paper. notebook.
0: Well, do like, you have it also re- recorded online though? Yeah. Or course. no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's
1: more <laughs> just like I like to write down what I need to do that day. Yeah. And even though I've got notifications and to dos and and all that set up and through Basecamp, but I still like to write in and have a physical notebook always.
0: Do you not write anything mm. down on like that? Pretty rarely. Really? As, yeah. Thank Asana you. is really my mm. to-do task. <laughs> oh, my gosh, you guys, she's showing me right now. I That's know. amazing. <laughs> I, I feel so old school. I still like to write with pen and paper. On pen no, and paper. I totally get it. I mean, I, I, I'm not against it by any means. I just, I don't know. I guess I, for me personally, I just yeah asana has just been such a go-to for me that I don't. oh,
1: this is be interesting then in terms of like how we use our calendars then for for work and personal.
0: yeah, yeah, okay. so you so you started using digital, like was that kind of in conjunction with becoming an entrepreneur or were you doing that earlier than that? I think I started using digital uh, calendars after the iPhone.
1: okay, so after you college, all of that still using um you know paper planners then teaching in teaching all those years in teaching every year you get like this big planner where there's all this other stuff in addition to the calendar uh for the year so i definitely was using that and i think at that time then i stopped using like you know just personal planners i would just use this big teacher's planner that i was given and then i only remember when we got the iphone no, I I remember only starting to use a digital calendar once I became an entrepreneur. Once I started using yeah. Gmail, once I started using Google Apps, mm-hmm. that was my
0: first calendar. So you use Google Calendar? I do. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. 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 I love Google Calendar. And I think same for me. Like it really started as I got into entrepreneurship, because before entrepreneurship really wasn't doing a ton online, to be honest. Hmm. Um, Okay, so do you use your calendar for both like work and personal stuff. Do you like how, what is your level of organization within your calendar? Or do you like have separate calendars for work stuff and personal stuff? Or are you like. So the way I
1: separate personal and work is through the different emails, and then all the calendars are synced. So I'll have all mm-hmm. the work stuff on whether it's Webinar Ninja or the $100 MBA mostly I use the webinar ninja and then my just regular gmail is my personal stuff but then all the calendars are synced so I see all the events across one view
0: yeah and you can do like the little check boxes right like you could mm-hmm. uncheck your personal one so that you only see work stuff yes. or vice versa and then do you and Omar like share your mm-hmm. calendars yes yeah. so we do. you can check Omar's and then see what Omar has going on yes yeah do you guys uh-huh. do the same Yeah, which is so helpful because, I mean, for personal stuff and for business stuff, I I know whether or not we can commit to something pretty easily Mm -hmm. by looking at calendars. And I, I guess for personal stuff, I use it a lot. I mean, if we're like trying to set up a dinner with friends Mm -hmm. or, you know, get invited to do something on the weekend without having to like, go have this whole conversation with John, I can just pull up our calendars, click on his calendar and see if he has something going on or not. And then you can also avoid conflicts, right? So if someone's booking
1: on your, one of your, I use Calendly for people to book time and then you can check for conflicts or check for events on these calendars. Yeah. So how do you then put your input, your personal events on your calendar?
0: You know, I just, so I don't really use, I don't use separate calendars. I just have my one work. I I do have a personal email, so I have a a work Gmail Mm -hmm. and then a personal Gmail, but I don't, uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I just put everything into my work calendar and then I differentiate by color coding. <laughs> okay. I differentiate. Well, the calendars have different colors, so I definitely can see, you
1: mm-hmm. know, through different colors, but your EA doesn't have uh, access to your calendar because our EA does. So I don't put personal stuff no. on the, on the work calendar because she can yeah, see, she can see, can see the that. work calendar. So when she's booking, um, whatever events for me and Omar, so i'm like okay i'm not because i put everything okay so we'll get to this i literally put everything whether it's hair appointments a yoga class i even put like my mom's doctor's appointments and personal appointments Mm -hmm. for my mom so that i know that you know i can remind her and that she's on track so i kind of don't want everyone to see that (laughs) so that's what i put that on my personal calendar
0: but it's all on one view no that totally makes sense if if someone else on our team had access to our calendar, I'd absolutely be doing the same, but um, we just don't have our team book anything for us. So there's not really any reason to, to share calendars. But I like that you bring that up because I do think sharing calendars with like family members and team members and coworkers, and there are so many scenarios where that could be like a really Mm -hmm. helpful thing. I mean, I know it is for John and I, and I can only imagine with your team, especially if they're helping you book stuff, that that would be really helpful. Okay. Do you put all that personal day-to-day stuff? All it's- of it. You do? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Doctor's appointments. I even sometimes, like, yeah, anytime I'm meeting up with a friend, going to a coffee, Anytime I'm going to the farmer's market is every other Saturday here. Yeah. I have it set up as a recurring, uh, you know, recurring event on my calendar. I'm a huge fan of the recurring option, by the way. Oh yes. Repeat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, once you get into like the different ways that, that this can not only help you save time for not having to do it every time, obviously, but remind you of things that you don't want to miss like I'll talk to people that say, you know, oh, I totally forgot that it was this weekend. I'm like, how could you not have that in your calendar?
1: <laughs> That's the frustration I think that spurred this conversation, right? Those moments yeah. when someone has said, I've double booked myself. Mm. I forgot that I've actually, no, I can't actually attend, even though I said yes to you, but I've actually already
0: promised someone. How, how did that happen? Right. Or like 15 minutes after someone has supposed to meet you, and then you message and be like, Hey, just making sure everything's okay. Oh my gosh. I totally forgot. I'm so sorry. I'm like, great. <laughs> this is me and Kate against the
1: world on this. Yes. <laughs> <We're like> totally <laughs> Same page on this. But I think, I reckon you've got some things to teach me um, because I know in on one of your points here you've got using reminders and I just want to say I don't know if you do this but I also create an event on my calendar to remind me to do something and I don't I think there is probably an inbuilt way to do this in Google Calendar
0: oh yeah so um, like if you have something scheduled in the calendar you then create an additional event for the reminder yes I do oh well you could just have the reminder built into that thing Because what are you, like when you go to create something in there, I know there are different options. Like you can create an event, you can create, what are the different options? I don't even differentiate, like everything is an event in my calendar. Oh yeah. So you can also go into the settings in your calendar and, and I just have every single thing has the exact same reminder. I think they actually call it a notification. Um, So every single one of my things that I create automatically has my notification built into it which what i always do is an email the day before oh okay i've so never done every that every time like i have something coming up the next day i receive an email 24 hours before that thing is going to happen reminding me that it's going to happen which is really helpful that is helpful okay yeah And you can have notifications like, you know, come up on your phone 15 minutes before. So if it's like a call or something like that. Okay. I will look into that. So
1: if it's more like something, um, so what I mean by I create another event and this is where probably, yeah, I could probably use some of the the reminder features. So let's say Omar and I have a scheduled strategy session that we we're going to meet to talk about whatever project. I will mm-hmm. set a remind and another event the week before or however many days is required that I think to plan for that strategy session. Uh Okay, that's what I mean. I think that might be
0: a bit redundant. I don't think that might be a good use of Yeah, well, because you can build the notification in because you can make the notification come whenever you want a week before a month before four days before you can make it super exact. I want it three days before at 730am or you know, whatever parameters you want to set. The only thing is, I guess you would just then put in the description, like, you know, first reminder, on such and such a date is for planning so i mean i get it like i could see you creating a separate thing that says like planning for you know x y and z well yeah because in that case i'm actually needing to actually spend some time
1: dedicated time to plan so maybe in that sense is not that wouldn't be the use case for that reminder
0: Hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. No, I I like that, that you do that because I think that that's a big mistake and why I love using a calendar so much is it's not only just a reminder of like the things that you've committed to or that you have to do, but visually speaking, to be able to see your available time, Mm -hmm. I think is so critical to your productivity and, getting stuff done right so if you pull up your calendar and you see that you have a strategy session with omar next week if you don't plan for that obviously the strategy session is going to go is not going to go great so the fact that you are actually visually blocking that time on your calendar to say like no i need to prepare for this is like half the reason why calendars are so awesome and why people should be using them to, to show themselves like no this time is taken A thousand percent. And I'm going to add to that because one of the other ways that
1: calendars helped me with relieving the stress and the overwhelm of things that are coming up or decisions that need to be made. So if we have a big decision, I'll just go back to like a work example. If Omar and I have a project that's upcoming, if we've got to make a big decision about something before I actually used my calendar to help me with this. It would just sit in my head. It'd be like, okay, we've got... There's all these Mm. tasks that I need to do. I'm concerned about this. I'm stressing about this. What we started doing was scheduling time to whether it's like make those decisions to look at what's still pending. And then as soon as I put that in the calendar, I stopped worrying about it. It's like, okay, I've got a yeah. dedicated time coming up where we're going to deal with that project, that decision, that thing that needs to be done. That's in my head right now. I just literally we, we schedule a time and then it's out of my brain. Mm-hmm. Like
0: it's been so helpful In that sense, that's the peace of mind, right? That's like the, okay, I don't need to like hold on to this (laughs) because every time you make your brain do that, you're, it's capacity, right? Like... If you want to free up mental bandwidth and space and creativity and like all these other things you can't just hold on expect your brain to hold on to you know 10 different reminders at the same time all while trying to be creative and brainstorm and like all this other stuff so yeah getting it out into your calendar or onto a notepad or onto a planner mm-hmm. like that's a thing as i feel like maybe people have the impression that keeping a calendar means that it has to look a certain way. And it really doesn't like choosing what type of calendar you want to use is (laughs) your preference, right? Whatever works for you. Yeah, absolutely. And I think as important as it is to schedule it, to plan that time and set that time aside, it's also important to hold yourself accountable to like a time block. Because Mm -hmm. if you just say like, oh, on Saturday, we're going to talk about that versus on saturday at 9 a.m for 30 minutes we're going to talk about that then that's a whole that's a huge difference right if it's just this blase thing that's going to happen sometime on saturday it could one not happen two go like way long you spend way longer on it than you actually need to and if you just actually schedule it and put a time limit on it, then you're also like helping yourself keep accountability on those, you know, let's do 30 minutes we can do this. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And then we tend to be better at sticking to, to that schedule,
1: um, because it's there and it's just, yeah. Yeah.
0: And especially if you have other things, then once you like create this habit in your life and you start doing it for everything, then you understand the importance of holding to that 30 minutes because maybe 30 minutes after that, you have something else going on. Mm -hmm. So it starts, I think it starts to help you recognize that time is passing all the time. (laughs) And there's any number of things that you want to do with your time that you want to accomplish people. You want to see friends, you want to hang out with personal things that you want to do for yourself uh, business goals that you have. And unless you're scheduling this stuff and can see like when it's going to be accomplished, chances are, it's not going to be accomplished. Yeah. I do this with, um,
1: friends that I I think I've talked to you about, like uh, my monthly catch up with Michelle, Michelle, who was on, on the podcast not Mm -hmm. too long ago, we have a monthly catch up. And every time we get on that call at the end of the call, we schedule the next one. So we've been able to catch up every single month without fail because we're intentional about it
0: and we just lock it in and it's there. Oh my gosh, how many times have you with a friend said like, yeah, let's put something on the calendar and then months go by and it never happens. Yeah. You don't see them, you don't create the space, you don't create the time. Oh my gosh, calendars are so powerful.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I feel, I don't want to say like, there's a flakiness. I I don't know. It's one of those pet peeves that I have when people say we should do this. And then if I take the next step, let's put it in the calendar and I get any resistance. I'm like, okay, well then actually I don't think you really want to like, that was a very flippant remark that really didn't maybe have an intention behind what you're saying. And Mm -hmm. so keeping a calendar also shows that you are, you know,
0: stick to your word and yeah, commit, commit. Yeah. Yeah commitment is big for me around calendars. So I looked into a lot of articles around this topic, because like I know how it all works in my mind, but then I started thinking like, Ooh, well, if we're going to be talking about this topic, I feel like I should probably actually see what, you know, quote unquote professionals have to say about it. (laughs) Um, so I looked up a few articles just about, uh, like one of them's called, we'll link to all of these in the description of this episode. One of them was called how to effectively organize your calendar. One was 12 tips for managing your calendar, like a pro. And then the other one was just how to keep a calendar. I mean, these are very basic, like articles and write-ups from what I think are accredited sources. Like one of them was from Indeed, the job hiring site. Uh, One of them's from Canva, which is of course, you know, very centered on online business Mm -hmm. and, and that type of thing. And then one of them was WikiHow, which I don't... I don't usually reference WikiHow, but it was yeah, I don't know, it ranked but- really well. Surprise, okay. surprise. Yeah. No, makes sense. <laughs> but what I found really interesting when I was looking up these different articles and kind of reading through them is that a lot of them shared some very common like tips for somebody looking to like maybe get into this for the first time. Maybe you don't keep a calendar now, but you want to. Um, or maybe you are keeping a calendar and you feel like you could be leveraging it better or whatever. Uh, there were, you know, maybe like, I don't know, six or seven things that they all recommended. So I jotted down those bullet points and thought maybe we could share those for any of our friends who are looking to jump, jump into this. I love how
1: organized you are. I guess these are great points. (laughs) Let's do
0: it okay so uh first up was choosing what type of calendar you'll use so we've talked a lot about you know there are different options of course there's digital you could do a mobile application you could do a desktop something you could do a wall calendar you could have a desk calendar you could use a planner like there are so many different options and it might be a combination of these Mm -hmm. things you might find that a mobile app is really helpful for you because you're on the go a lot, but. At home, you also want a wall calendar because mm-hmm. you like seeing that stuff. I actually do still do an annual wall calendar. And I gather pictures from our families, put the pictures on the different months, put everyone's birthdays and anniversaries and everything in there. And then that's a Christmas gift. I remember And it's like such that. a fun gift. I saw that <laughs> at your house. I was very impressed. It's beautiful.
1: And it's funny because... This is, you know, the way I grew up was with that wall calendar, but I've ditched the wall calendar
0: for me. It's all digital Mm. now. I remember seeing the wall calendar at your house. Um, Okay. So choosing the type of calendar. And Mm. then uh, another tip that they talked about a lot across all these articles was building in transition time. And I think that that's something that can get missed a lot. Like you think like, Oh, I have something from nine to 10. So that means I can have something else at 10. And if you're, like, super practiced in time management and just, like, really whipping things off Mm -hmm. and you're very confident about that, like, great, more power to you. But typically speaking, you might want to build in, like, 15, 20 minutes in between different meetings and stuff. I mean, first of all, you have to consider, like, if you have travel time, you need to get somewhere, you're going to an appointment at, like, another location – And also, like, even if you are just in your office hopping on uh, Zoom calls or whatever, we all need to go to the bathroom and drink water and eat and like those kinds of things. So just keeping that in mind, right?
1: I agree. And this is where, like, if you're maybe more prone to either keeping things in your head or keeping them on paper, like you might have a list of things that you want to do or accomplish in a day. I I still get, you know, um, tripped up on this it's all well and good when it's just a list of items. And then as soon as you allow, okay, I'm going to do laundry. I'm going to go and do this class. I'm going to go and stop by and see my mom. I'm going to pick up, you know, this item from the dry cleaner. If you actually plot that out on on the actual hours of the day on the calendar, you might actually find that you can't do everything that day. Yeah. And so I think yeah. it's that visual indicator too, that, you've either set yourself up to fail or disappoint yourself that day. I didn't get all these things done. And it's just a good reminder of there needs to be some transition time. That's why sometimes people don't get everything done because they haven't even thought about the fact that those little things that you just mentioned need to be those spaces in between those events.
0: Yeah, and that's what, like you said, that results in disappointment, it results in feeling like you failed that day, it results in having to carry over a bunch of things into your next day, then you feel overwhelmed. Uh, I'm such a huge fan of the visual aspect of a calendar. And one of the other tips that they said that I'll jump to now that's very related is scheduling time for planning. Mm. And you mentioned this already. I think scheduling time for planning is fantastic. And that, that visual look, when you do schedule that time, whether it be weekly for you, like maybe every Sunday you sit down with your family and you look at the week ahead so that if there are any conflicts or if there is overlap, or if you see that maybe someone's Thinking a little bit unrealistically mm-hmm. about like what you guys are going to be able to accomplish as a family or individually, whatever it may be that you can you know face it head on and maybe prevent it from happening versus ending up in that scenario where you're overwhelmed or disappointed or like missing stuff, yep. this is where I think like if anyone gets the impression like I think I had this impression
1: uh prior to really falling in love with my Google calendar was that, oh, you have to be an entrepreneur. You have to have lots of things on and be, you know, some sort of special person to have a calendar and put all those events in there. Like, who am I? Just little old me, right? It's like the stress has, and the overwhelm is so much more alleviated by having a calendar, by having this scheduled time for planning, because it just allows you to go, okay, these are all the things I've got to do. What does it look like when I actually plot them on this calendar for the week, for the month? And then you're able to get those things done or say like, nope, we're just not going to have time for that. That can't happen. That trip can't happen. That visit can't happen. That project can't happen until, you know, three months down the line. I don't, yeah, I'm just, I think this is why we're so passionate about this topic.
0: I mean, passionate (laughs) really is the right word.
1: (laughs) I can feel myself getting
0: really fired up about why I love this topic and why calendars are so helpful. Well, and I think that if you are kind of in that space of like, no, I don't have enough going on, or, you know, I'm not a big enough deal, or whatever, you know, you're thinking in your mind about this. That's actually the perfect time to start because you're not going to feel overwhelmed by like trying to get everything into your calendar. Just start slow. And start adding in, maybe you have a dentist appointment coming up in the next couple of months, or, you know, maybe your kid has a, a doctor's appointment or a, a school function or something. You don't have to, just because you're going to start keeping a calendar doesn't mean that you have to like immediately put every single event of your life in there. It's good if you don't have a ton that you feel you can yeah. put in your calendar, because it's a perfect time to start practicing, making it a habit. Right. Yep. I like looking
1: back too. I always felt like putting workouts in there would help me kind of check in with myself. If I felt maybe a little bit more lethargic or I didn't feel so great, you know, come the end of one week, I'd look back and go, "Well, how many times did I work out this week?" Mm-hmm. It was just a way, like, yeah, you can have that in your brain. I get it, but sometimes you've got so much going on. It's just a simple way of looking at the month and saying, "Well, this month I, you know, only hit this many workouts or this many classes," and you can kind of maybe see some patterns as well. It can kind of help you deal with some, you know, imbalances in your life. Maybe you're not spending enough mm-hmm. time exercising, or you're not spending enough time with friends. And it's just a great kind of look back. I mean, I'm big on the, you know, record keeping and looking back yeah, and recapping, yeah. but I think calendars help you do that. Like, where is your life kind of out of whack or in, in balance,
0: um, by putting those things in there? Absolutely. A good encourager. Yeah. And reminder of where you're at. Um, so a couple of the other things are things that we've really already talked about using reminders or notifications. If you're going digital recording appointments and tasks immediately. Mm, So you had given the example of like maybe setting aside the time to look at like a grouping of things that you need to handle, um, so whether you're jotting down notes when you think of something, but just like not having it sit in your mind, being able to get it out of your mind and onto paper or into your calendar is such a huge help. Mm. Such a huge help. I agree. And then we talked about sharing your calendar with others, mm. coworkers, family, uh, whoever you feel might need it. But I think that's a great point. I'm glad that you brought it up that you have separate calendars because you share your work calendar, mm-hmm. but you don't share your personal calendar with omar you do mm-hmm. but so that's something to think about if you're you know using one calendar just be mindful of who you're sharing it with oh <laughs> They'll, wait they will see everything i just realized no there's another layer to it got the work calendar got
1: the shared personal calendar with omar and then i've got my own personal personal calendar
0: oh, double personal. is that off limit is that off limits to everyone to everyone you? yeah
1: and that's got all my life stuff like whether oh, it's a yeah. hair
0: appointment
1: <laughs> yeah I don't feel the need to to share that with Omar so it's just like oh, yeah. or maybe like my mum's appointments that I want to keep track of so I know where she's at mm-hmm. so yeah mine goes three layers deep
0: wow I just realized impressive mm. I love it
1: <laughs> no
0: no no <laughs> I'll take it <laughs> So one last point that was on a lot of these articles was about checking your calendar daily. And that's something that I already mentioned as well, too, that I'm a huge fan of. I just feel like it helps me set my day up for success when I have a clear expectation and picture of what I want to accomplish that day. Super helpful. I do it the night before, but yeah, yeah, day, day of,
1: yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. night before and the, the morning of. The don't, morning Don't of. get me wrong.
0: Like. <laughs> Yeah. Come with you. (laughs) Double up, double up. (laughs) Well, Nicole, I know we've uh, said it over and over throughout this episode, kind of all the reasons why we think keeping a calendar is so critical and so important. Uh, Any closing thoughts for any of our friends who are tuning in who are not currently using a calendar? Any kind of words of encouragement or... Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I would um, pose maybe
1: some self like reflecting questions. I think just circling back to the beginning and why I think you you wanted to talk about this was that knee jerk kind of frustration with someone who doesn't keep a calendar. Something must have happened where you thought, oh, you know, a calendar would help you. So, and I've had similar situations where I thought you know, to myself, like, wow, this person doesn't keep a calendar, and I think it could be really helpful. So, I would ask some questions like do you often run late for things? Do you double book yourself? Are you finding that you're double booking mm-hmm. yourself? Maybe are you a forgetful person? Maybe you might forget. Mm-hmm. Maybe your memory's not super sharp or for whatever reason. Um, and I also think like if you're managing other people or you're responsible for other people, like I, I gave that example, like with helping my mom stay on track with appointments and, and, and stuff like that. It's just so much easier if I just put it in a calendar and then I'm not feeling so overwhelmed that oh I've also got to think about her and I've got to think about my schedule it's just so I don't want to say clinical but it's almost like here is a visual of what's ahead and it just takes Mm -hmm. that stress and overwhelm out and I'm sure parents do this when they're managing kids and all the activities I just think it helps reduce that stress and overwhelm if especially if you're managing and responsible for for other people plus it's good role modeling
0: very good role (laughs) modeling (laughs) those are my tips No, at least the questions. Yeah, I I totally agree. I think those are great questions to ask. If you are answering yes to any of those questions, running late, you know, double booking yourself, maybe missing out on activities because you forgot about them. I mean, a calendar can help you alleviate all of those things. Plus, like as someone who does keep a calendar with friends who don't keep calendars, honestly, it's just kind of offensive that when people... (laughs) (laughs) Not that they're not keeping a calendar, that's a personal decision, but it's offensive when I have something scheduled with someone and they just don't show up that kind of hurts my feelings and it's a i think it's disrespectful of my time so if you care about your friends that you're making plans with (laughs) keeping a calendar is a great way to hold your commitments i love that don't do it for yourself do it for others there you go
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's self-care and again i'm going to add one more if you're stressed and concerned and overwhelmed that you don't have time to exercise you don't have time to you know get your head whatever it is i think a calendar
0: can help with that Mm. preaching to the choir (laughs) all right friends well as we close out today's chat on keeping a calendar we hope that you've picked up a thing or two or three or four or five that you can carry with you today and moving forward to give you that extra boost of confidence and support when you need it most And friends, if you enjoyed this
1: episode, if you're now inspired to look at your calendar, to start a calendar, whatever it is, please let us know. Please leave us a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you have a friend in mind who might also enjoy our chats, share the podcast with them too. Send them to canrelatepodcast.com or have them search Nicole and Kate Can Relate on their favorite podcast app.
0: Until next time.